0: Salam Radio Show acknowledges that the land from which we're broadcasting is the land of the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nation. The colonial project is ongoing and continues to disenfranchise First Nation people. I recognise that sovereignty has never been ceded, and like to pay my respect to elders, past, present, and emerging. Always was. Always will be Aboriginal land. Salam, everyone, and welcome to Salam Radio Show. I'm your host, Marushdi, and I'm here with Jahan. Hello, who's my co host, and Mohib. Hi, Mohib.
1: Salam, Ya Shabab.
0: <laughs> Salam, Ya Shabab. <laughs> Indeed. Um, Mohib, welcome to Salaam. Um, Thanks for having me. Yeah, um, uh, we've just came out of the protest for Palestine, uh, after <laughs> which is a protest against the genocide that's happening at the moment in Gaza by Israel. Um, the turnout was incredible today. Um, yes. Yeah. I
2: think... I've only seen Invasion Day rallies that um, yeah. are bigger. Like, it's the biggest non-invasion day rally ever, I think. So, mm. Mm. so congrats. Yeah.
0: Well, that goes to show how, you know, um, things are really escalating right now. And um, this is the least we can do to show, um, yeah, our opposition to what's happening yeah. at the moment. Um how was it for you, Mohib? Mohib, first, uh, sorry, would you like to introduce <laughs> yourself? <Yeah. laughs> sorry, That's I would, li- would like to introduce you to our listeners mm-hmm. first. Yeah.
1: Um, my name is Mohib Nabilsi. I'm a Palestinian writer, editor, filmmaker, activist. Mm-hmm. Um, I grew up mostly in Mianjin, um, on mm-hmm. unceded, terrible, mm-hmm. and Yagara country. But I've been down here on Wurundjeri country for about a year now.
0: Yep, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, so you you were um participating in the protest, you were also um part of the Marshall team. Yeah. Um tell us about yeah, tell us about the protest, your involvement in it and what it felt like today.
1: Um, I mean I think today it was yeah, we didn't really have any idea of how many people were gonna be there, basically. Mm, yeah. The snap rally was, you know, estimates the news, like news networks, estimates were about two thousand, and that's usually very conservative. So, mm. Mm. and then like people who were actually there, estimates were two to five thousand, and that was with less than twenty four hours notice. Mm-hmm. Mm. So, for this one, with you know, a week's notice, um, yeah, we, and on a weekend, yeah, and on a weekend, yeah, exactly. Um, we had absolutely no idea, um, but and yeah, I haven't been to Palestine rallies down here before this is the um wait is that maybe i have
0: did you go to the Sheikh Jarrah one yeah. um,
2: no i wasn't here 2021 yeah
0: yeah
1: okay. no, i mean in in Mianjin. Yeah, yes yeah. Yeah. yeah not here that the, the 2021 ones in Mianjin were the biggest mm. there yeah that okay. was the
0: biggest here too I, i'm not sure if this is bigger or the same or
1: i think people yeah. i was with today other organizers thought it was maybe bigger so yeah i yeah. actually
2: i thought it was bigger yeah um yeah which kind of goes to show that just every whenever there's a crisis Mm. the next rally is going to be bigger yeah Mm. like the next set of rallies so
1: and i think it's um yeah i mean everyone everything went fairly well Mm. um there weren't any like major confrontations um Yeah, Yeah. Um, so pretty happy about that. I think now the question is keeping up momentum because yeah, this isn't a one-off, right? Like the scale of what's happening in Gaza right now, um, the scale of the Israeli assault. It means that we're gonna have we have to be there every weekend. Yeah, um, you know, until we're not planning an end to that. It's gonna be every weekend um also scaling up other forms of protest around the city at different times different days yeah um yeah that's kind of where the focus is now
0: yeah Yeah. it needs to keep going um yeah really really devastating to hear the news about palestine and to see how it's been blocked by the media
3: Mm.
0: um fake news spreading um whilst kids and families are dying Mm. We can see them um it's you know it's very clear that there's a genocide happening, and it's very heartbreaking to see how the mainstream media don't care and tries hard to conceal it and um even th- in the interviews, how abashingly they are uh, with Israel and how they interview each of our Palestinian speakers. Mm. Focusing on an irrelevant point instead of focusing on how we can end this yeah. we can uh, how we can end this genocide, this occupation, um, this long history of injustice that 's happening in Palestine but yeah um, thanks, thanks mohib, for being here um, it 's hard not to get emotional because it 's been a hard time for a lot of a lot of people especially the Palestinian at the moment
2: mm-hmm. I think like at the rally you see so many like different flags um, so there is a feeling like you know there was, there was a big Bosnian group there there's a lot of Turks there, there was a lot of um uh, sort of Malaysian group mm. like it's you know it is kind of um you know for many different reasons but it is always like the Palestine, but like brings people from all sorts of um Mm. stories together like oppressed groups coming together
0: specifically Mm. knowing that our government is taking part of this Mm. yeah like supporting this it's
2: the most egregious one yeah because like um it's so blatant they're not like hiding it Mm. um yeah anyway
0: (laughs) Mm. Um I guess like um this was this um this show specifically is live. So um we haven't had enough time to sit down and think of it. But we're going to go with whatever the flow is and um I guess like would you be able my to just give us uh like a s- it's hard to give a summary or like but just a summary of the history of Palestine and Gaza and mm-hmm. how it came to that point.
2: Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's a don't lot. Don't yeah. uh, maybe more a recent.
0: Yeah, okay. Um, well,
1: well, no, whatever maybe, you want. Yeah, maybe, maybe um, yeah. I mean, yeah, maybe I'll stick to more recent. Obviously, there's yeah. in 1948, the Nakba, which was, you know, um, when... Almost a million Palestinians were forcibly displaced by um, Zionist militias mm-hmm. um, at the time, because obviously the state of so-called Israel wasn't yet formed. Mm-hmm. Um, that was what led to its formation. But there were Zionist militias. And um, yeah, these militias um, conducted just innumerable massacres, um, Yeah, displaced almost a million Palestinians. Um so actually, today the people in Gaza are largely from mm. Gaza was kind of a little pocket that Zionist militias and then the State of Israel mm. forced um, Palestinians from what's um, now called Israel forty-eight Palestine mm-hmm. um, into this yeah into the into Gaza. Mm. So. Um, this is what we're seeing now is, you know, blatant genocide and a blatant effort at just ethnic cleansing and depopulating and getting these these Palestinians in Gaza, you know. Mm. The the aim of so called Israel is to is complete elimination, as is with all settler colonial projects. Um and you know, they'll use any they'll use any pretext they can for yeah. that. Not that it needs to be even like particularly rigorous with the mm. like unwavering support of the whole Western Imperial world. Um, you know, the whole of Europe, so-called us, so-called Canada, so-called Australia. Mm. I mean, they don't, all of these regimes, all these settler colonial and core colonial regimes, just green lighting this.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: I mean, they barely even need pretext anymore. Um, but, and that's what you can kind of see in, you know what's happening in other parts of Palestine now. Yeah. Um, in what's now called the West Bank or in 48 Palestine, there are just settlers. They've handed out thousands and thousands and thousands of like automatic assault weapons to Israeli settlers,
0: which are not the force. You know, not the yeah exactly. It's not the government. they are yeah. settlers exactly. living in um, yeah in in lands that they gave them to separate. The all of West Bank yeah, where there's checkpoints and the aim is to separate exactly everyone. yeah mm. that's why there's Gaza and West Bank very yeah. far apart as well mm. and then there's also people in Israel itself Palestinian people that stayed there um,
2: it's old school divide and conquer and they
0: all have different ID cards yeah um, which none of like, uh, so the people living in West Bank and Gaza don't have a citizen ship mm-hmm. so they can't even travel or mm. they can be refugees only and yeah, yeah I, I guess another like thing we could talk about is the violation of the continuous viola- violation of u.n laws mm. that israel is doing like the settlement mm. yeah. the right of return anyone who's a refugee from palestine cannot return to palestine mm. while anyone from anywhere in the world who's jewish can live in Israel mm-hmm. who has no connection to the land mm-hmm. no history um, yeah the use of phosphorus bombs on wha- on on um, on Gaza at the moment um, the destruction of residential buildings
1: hospitals yeah mm-hmm.
0: and and the recent most recent event asking um, 1.2 million mm. Palestinian to evacuate north of Gaza in 24 hours after sanctioning the whole country, which is mm-hmm. surrounded by walls um, from petrol, from water. They don't even have clean water. Yeah. Um, and expecting them to evacuate in 24 hours north of Gaza and then bombing them when, when they, they try. T- when they try. Yeah. Exactly.
1: Yeah. What bombing is- them, bombing medics yeah. who, uh, you know, like the Red Cross... And Red Crescent have had, I can't, I don't even know what the count is at right now, you know, like, Mm. so many like ambulances have been targeted by Israel. They're just, yeah, it's like, it's plain to see what Mm. is actually happening. But people in settler colonies, like so called Australia, Mm. don't want to see it, because they don't want to see the, like, the colonial oppression Mm. on their doorstep. Mm. You know, like, Mm. We had the referendum yesterday, mm. which is a disgraceful, like, disgraceful initiative by the like Australian settler colonial regime. Yeah. Um, and...
0: It's a shame that we live in such a country.
1: Mm-hmm. It's, yeah, so it's like, I'm... Um, I know, like, me and I know a lot of other Palestinian activists are kind of at... At this point of asking, well, what do we do? It seems like the politics of appeal, of appealing to people and like a general sense of decency, you know, a a sense of of humanity shared, like it it doesn't work. Mm. You know, people don't want to see because they can't see because they are thoroughly embedded in and um, embedded in and benefiting from a colonial regime here or in So-called US or Canada Or in the cases of Europe Not a settler colonial regime But a core colonial Mm. regime Mm. That, you know, is still colonizing um, Much of the world
0: Yeah Yeah, we've seen um, Yeah, but in return We've seen a lot of large protests Everywhere Mm. in the world Yeah, definitely Which goes to say that Those governments don't represent the people and mm. the truth will not be hidden like
4: it's,
1: and that's especially the case in you know the majority arabic speaking world in southwest mm. asia north africa where you know n- numerous states have been um normalizing ties with israel mm. um just what was it was it two years ago now that it was bahrain and um yeah. uae, UAE and um, morocco, morocco um and you know there's a real problem for those states when people in that part of the world i mean given that and egypt as well jordan you see like big protests in egypt and jordan who have long normalized relations with israel and And that's a big problem in jordan where you got like uh the i mean it's not as big as it used to be because influxes of syrian and iraqi refugees Mm. in the last 20 years but there's still a huge portion of the population there is Palestinian, mm-hmm. like yeah. it must be like a third, yeah, and you know these governments have a lot to answer for these Arab regimes I mean mm. you know there was black September, which was when the Jordanian military in the seventies um committed massacres of Palestinian militants and resistance fighters mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. civilians I know yeah. um yeah. in naman where the p l o was kind of was located at the time and yeah this it spells it's it's a real problem for these regimes because they they've normalized um the ruling elites have normalized relations with Israel but the people mm. don't yeah. the people don't want it they despise yeah. Israel yeah. and all forms of colonialism that they've been subjected to for you know 150 years. Mm.
0: Yeah I, I'm I'm yeah I mean Israel's I feel like I don't feel like but their aim is to divide us and um Those deals are pushed by Israel and probably, like, I'm sure there's deals behind it with, Mm. like, either giving weapons.
2: Yeah, it's it's the weapons is key. Yeah, Like, um, Israeli weapons are probably the best in in the world, amongst the best. And, you know, we see, like, Azerbaijan, Mm. that, like, they they don't like israel ideologically or anything but they just love those weapons mm. um and that's why a lot of these arab countries arab regimes mm. they want the weapons um uh saudi wants it now <laughs> like we yeah, didn't see saudi maybe normalizing
0: saudi, yeah haven't,
2: um,
0: saudi haven't caved in yet to the deal <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah like i think like just people don't you know, I, like I like describing Israel as a cancer. And like, I mean that quite literally where it spreads <laughs> and the the cancerous cells <laughs> are the weapons because they go everywhere mm. in the world. And mm. so Israel is a player in so many global conflicts. Mm. Um, which is
1: yeah. a good um, segue into, I don't know if you've heard of Elbert Systems, yeah. the Israeli yeah, yeah. weapons company, which has, you know, many, mm. has different offices here. Yeah. um different kinds of agreements with in Australian institutions like RMIT RMIT exactly yeah. um, that's probably the biggest one i mean that was that's actually funded by a Victorian state government grant of like 200 million dollars or something it's wow. basically i'm not sure how long this grant goes for maybe a decade um for yeah like uh fuck i not it's like weapons innovation or some some shit. Defense you know? technology. Defense, yeah. yeah, yeah. Some like kind of, you know. Anyway, it's that is there and that's happening like mm. in this city, right? There mm. are like there is like research, scientific research that contributes to developing the weapons used in what was in the genocide that's currently happening mm. against Palestinians. Um, And it's happening right here. It's happening. I know they have, I think their headquarters is in Adelaide, maybe. They're like Australian headquarters. But they Mm. also have, I know they have um, a facility in Mianjin, Brisbane. Mm. Not sure about Sydney, I presume so. But um, so if people want to support, at the moment, there are weekly uh, protests outside RMIT. Um, on Wednesdays, uh, 11.30 to 1.30, 11.30 a.m. to 1.30 yeah. p.m. Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah, we need to, like, really get out and get numbers out to protest outside RMIT. Um, yeah, just to show them that it's not acceptable.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I totally agree. I'm just going to uh, play an ad or two and then we'll get back to you. You're listening to Salaam Radio Show on 3CR Community Radio and I'm here with Mohib and Jahan.
5: You're listening to 3CR
6: 855 AM, the voice of the community.
7: 3CR Community Radio, giving the voice to the community since 1976.
3: Stay tuned in to 3CR Community Radio.
8: Fafias are Palestinian scarves and they're a symbol of support for justice for the Palestinian people. Buying one will support the last remaining factory in Hebron that makes Fafias and all proceeds from the sales support projects in Palestine, especially Gaza, as well as local solidarity organisations. From the traditional black and white kaffiya to an array of modern designs, explore the range and order online or drop by 3CR during business hours. Show your support for the rights of Palestinians. Go to kufias.org.au. That's k-u-f-i-y-a-s.org.au. A 3CR supporter.
0: you're tuning to Salaam Radio Sure. Um, I'm Arushty and I'm here with Jahan and Mohib, who is a Palestinian activist, writer, filmmaker, and so on. Um, I, we were talking bef- before about the protest that's happening um, uh, against Albite system, um, w- which has partnership with uh, RMIT. Mm-hmm. So that was on every Wednesday from 11.30 till 1.00 to 130 to 130 okay um yeah and there uh, also there will be another protest for the one today next sunday yeah yeah
1: next uh, sunday same time mm. 12 p.m. okay state library
0: yeah yeah, yeah. um i guess yeah w- um we're here talking about what's going on in palestine at the moment um and, uh, yeah, we're, we're here with Mohib and Jahan. Uh, I'm thinking maybe to play um, part of the a snippet of the protest. We'll start with the first one, and then we'll continue speaking. Yeah. So
7: the Palestinian cause has always been an anti-colonial, an anti-racist, anti-colonial, an anti-racist project. It's a cause that is based on global values of justice, freedom,
3: and equality for all. The movement for
7: Palestine, globally and locally, has always welcomed people from different walks of life different ethnic and religious backgrounds. Palestinians, non-Palestinians, Muslims, Christians, Jews, First Nation people. And the thing about the Palestinian cause is that it's a just cause. And that's why it makes it very easy to express solidarity with. And very easy
4: as it resonates
7: and millions of people around the world. So today, as we stand here in this space, in solidarity with the Palestinians, we also stand firmly against all forms of discrimination, bigotry, and racism. For the last 75 years 75 years the Palestinians have been fighting against one of the longest modern history occupation Free, free Palestine! Free, free Palestine! Free, free Palestine! Free, free Palestine! Palestine. From the river to the sea!
3: Palestine will be free!
7: 75 years of ongoing ethnic cleansing, dispossession, massacres, apartheid, 75 years. In Gaza, for the last 16 years, 2 million, 2.2 million Palestinians have been living under what's now known as the largest open-air prison in the world.
3: Naval, aerial and military
7: Israeli blocking. This is man-made. It's not
3: a natural
7: crisis. 16 years Complete siege with Israel controlling every aspect of our lives in Gaza and in the West Bank 16 years five military operations and All we hear from our politicians and leaders is the same broken uninspiring record of Israel has the right to defend itself. Shame! Who is Israel defend, defending itself today? 700 children massacred in Gaza?
3: Shame! Over 2,200
7: Palestinian civilians killed in the last 48 hours?
3: Shame!
7: Palestinians fleeing in trucks being targeted. Is that who is Israel defending itself from? Was Israel defending itself from Ismail, nine-year-old Ismail, Zakaria, Muhammad, and Ahed Bakr, four young children under the age of 12 who were massacred as they were playing soccer on the beach in Gaza in 2014. Free, free Palestine! Free,
3: free
7: Palestine! Free, free Palestine! Free, free Palestine! Free, free Palestine! Palestine. So, our first speaker for the day is Oscar Martin. Oscar Martin is an Indigenous socialist activist. He's been somebody who, if you've had the chance to hear him speak, uh, is a staunch speaker, somebody who um, represents Palestinian rights and in- indigenous rights and rights uh, for oppressed people across the world. So, give it up for Oscar.
6: Hello everyone. My name is Oscar. I'm a proud Bundjalung and Gamilari man and a socialist. What has been happening in the Gaza Strip is truly disgusting. We are seeing the cutting off of food and water, basic necessities to stay alive by the Israeli state to cause mass devastation of innocent Palestinians. And just recently, we have just seen the Israeli state wanting to move more than one million Gazans to the south of the Gaza Strip it was an act of mass displacement and further destruction of Palestinian life. As an Aboriginal man, I stand in solidarity with the Palestinian people. As what's been happening to the Palestinian people today over the past 75 years of brutal colonial oppression and occupation happened to us in the colonization of these lands, the mass genocide and disposition of these lands that we faced. There has been a recognition of this solidarity for many decades. It was recognized by the Black Power Movement here in this country, by the likes of Gary Foley, who saw this solidarity between oppressed people is crucial in fighting back against the intense racism and treatment we deal with in our respective countries. The solidarity between Aboriginal and Palestinian people also extends in our fight against our ruling governments and officials who could wish continue to oppress us. The Australian ruling class continues to lock us up, deny us the basic necessities in good housing and social services, and deny us basic land rights. The Australian ruling class not only wants to continue to impress us in this country, but are complicit in the impression of Palestinians with their political and material support of the Israeli state. The the Labour government in New South Wales wants to put the Israeli flag on the Sydney Opera House. Following other international displays of solidarity with the apartheid state in other countries of the world, from Germany to France, is truly disgraceful. In various universities, we have the funding for various military bodies such as Lockheed Martin and Elbit Systems who, with the funding of top Australian university officials and bosses, supply Israel with the military equipment to hunt down, torture and murder Palestinians. So our ruling officials and class in Australia While in oppressing and exploiting us Aboriginal people here in this country, they are also complicit in the oppression and genocide of the Palestinians. So when we say we are in solidarity with the Palestinians, we are in solidarity in the oppression we face as a peoples. We are in solidarity against our oppressors who are lockstep supporting each other. In this time of intensified and disgusting attacks of the Palestinians, I send my solidarity to those in Palestine and here in Australia who are up against the might and the destructiveness of the Israeli state. Free free Palestine Free Free Palestine Free Free Palestine
5: Palestine.
3: Thank you.
5: It's never been easy to be Palestinian. It's never been easy to be a supporter of a Palestinian. But it's never been harder to be a Palestinian. Samah Ali needs no introduction. She's a poet, an author, a playwright, an academic. But even she is lost for words. She's a Gazan whose family has been bombed. She's lost family members. She's, her suffering is our suffering. Today, Samah is speechless. I'm going to ask Samah some questions and I want you to listen in to her answers. Samah, tell us you were just in Gaza. You were just in Gaza a month ago. Tell us what Gaza was like a week ago, a month ago.
8: Thanks, Nasser. Um, I did ask Nasser to help me and be here with me. I'm never someone who's lost for words, but I actually am. I was in Gaza uh, just two months ago. And I just want to say that Gaza is a very beautiful, resilient place. That every building that you saw being destroyed is a testimony to the strength, the survival, the ingenuity of the people who have very little, very little under Israel's brutal siege. And every time Israel destroys, they rebuild. They get up again and they rebuild. I wanna I wanna give a shout out to my family here. I want to give a shout out to Dua. She's here somewhere. Her mother is right now in Shujaria in an area that is being bombed. And we didn't know if we can disconnect ourselves from the telephones long enough to come here and be with you. We are literally watching every day, every minute, every second. We've had to relocate our families from their homes. We've had to drag our elders from their homes. We have had to watch genocide happen and then we have had to listen to people telling us that we were the bad guys. We've had to listen to the media calling us for our human story And then just showing us on the television crying in front of our laptops and our telephones like we were some performance that they needed for the 6 o'clock news. But we
3: had no voice!
8: What they're doing to our people is not getting out there. And this is genocide. This is ethnic cleansing. And I want to say to all of you here, I'm so heartened that you're here and a lot of people are asking, what can we do? Please support the Palestine Solidarity Groups here because we need work to be done to get to those, I'm not supposed to swear because there's kids here, but to get to those bad people, fill in the blanks, who are making the decisions in Parliament they have no conscience and they have blood on their hands I, i'm going to ask you to come up here it's just going to take i had to i had to force or encourage that to come
7: her family
8: her mother her brothers are in shejaya right now please pray for them they have to go they can't get out Israel is actually bombing their convoys it's telling people to get out and then it's bombing them when they get out since since we came here since this protest began at least ten bombs were dropped on Gaza
7: that's the reality thank you Samah Thank you so much for being generous in sharing your story with all of us. Thank you.
0: That was Saad Sabawi, who was an amazing poet. And I think she invited, uh, well, uh, she did invite her friend from Gaza who hasn't heard from her family. And that was such an emotional point of the protests where we all, like everyone around me, um, they are, I started crying like they, they just start crying um men and women um it's it's a very harsh reality that we're living in at the moment you're tuning to salaam radio show and we were just broadcasting some of the recordings i took from the protest and i'm here with jahan and Mohib who's our guest Hi, Mohib. <laughs> yeah, Salaam. <laughs> <Salam>. <laughs> We're just about to sip your coffee. <laughs> um, yeah, so I was talking earlier to Mohib on how can people be informed and Mohib is going to send me a um, a list of people mm. to follow, which we will post later on on Salaam. Um, yeah. Maybe
2: donation places also. We should yeah. post. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah that'll, that'll be in the. In
0: the it's list hard as to well. figure out where to donate because everything is blocked in Gaza. Yeah, um, I you, you have to be really yeah. kind
1: of on top of it in terms of sometimes mm. certain channels close and then it's necessary for other ones to open. So yeah, it's yeah. a little needs to be updated regularly. But mm. um, there, are, there are people who are like you know. Mm. Posting all that kind of stuff. Yeah, um,
2: yeah. Well, I've heard the Red Cross and Crescent. They're uh, like pretty good. What yeah, there's,
1: there's 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 b- better ways to get um, money directly mm-hmm. to to yeah. people in in Gaza. Okay. Um, mm. Yeah.
0: I wonder. So, I was thinking also of donating to local Palestinian groups mm-hmm. to do more activist mm-hmm. stuff. Um, so maybe I'll. I'll inquire about that as well.
2: Yeah, for sure, I can include that in the list. Yeah. Yeah, um, Yeah, maybe it can be like an infograph or (laughs) that kind of thing.
0: Yeah. Um. Uh, Also, like one more thing you could do is, um, yeah, if you follow APAN, they've written a letter and all you need to do is click on a link they set up and send an email to your MP. All you have to do literally is write your address. If you need to, to change the letter, you can. But they made it really easy to complain to our MPs, which I think is very important. If we are living in a democratic state, that's the least we can do. Because they need to be called out. They need to be made aware that a lot of us out there oppose this war. And it will affect our voting. Um, So, yeah, I really encourage that specific action to happen. Just follow APAN. Is mm-hmm. it just Apan A-P-A-N, on Instagram? I'll confirm um, like that in a bit. Um, one
1: second. I th- believe so. Apan for Palestine. Okay. Uh, Apan uh, number four, Palestine. Okay. Yep. Cool. Yeah, um, and if you if yeah. you have some extra energy, then um, you know, also call call them. Mm. call like representatives and let them know what you think Mm. Um, I think that's kind of um, yeah it's a good way to do it do it quickly you can you know call several Mm. MPs representatives in half in like the same time it takes to write like a long email you know what I mean like Mm. and it's just more direct um, but by all means like do everything possible um, at this point yeah um yeah and follow um, sorry I just completely blanked
0: (laughs) 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 that's okay Um, we're gonna last send a list of people to follow Um, so yeah that will be done Um, you're tuning to salam radio show on 3CR Community Radio, and I'm here with Mohib, who's a Palestinian activist, and my co-host Jahan. <laughs> <laughs> We're um, so yeah, we played a couple of things from the protest. Mm-hmm. I might play one of them if we have time, to- one more if we have time. But for the rest of So sh- I have recordings from
2: yeah. people like chanting and singing music yeah, okay. and like playing music, if ever.
0: Okay, so we'll be playing um, some chantings, uh, more s- m- maybe one more speech. And um, for the rest of the show, we're going to leave it silent yeah. to um, in grief of what's happening in Palestine. Yeah,
2: well, copying Radio Al Hara's example. Yeah, they had a full um, day. I think several. Like, several full um, days
0: of non broadcasting, of yeah. silent pro- broadcasting.
2: Yeah, exactly. Um, it felt a bit, yeah. You know, it'd be kind of weird to be listening to, like, Nice house music while that's happening. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: um, yeah. I mean, also like Alhara is is an amazing radio station.
2: One of the best in the world.
0: Um, it's bit based in Palestine and Germany. Or? In yeah, but like half oh. in
2: Ramallah, half in Berlin, I think. Half in yeah. Berlin. Yeah.
0: And they highlight a lot of um, Middle Eastern uh, Hmm. artists. And they're also very vocal about what's happening in Mm. Palestine. So also recommend to follow them.
1: Um, There is one other thing I thought of. Um, A lot of like... I mean, a lot of people speaking out for Palestine at the moment, like there Mm. are pretty um, immediate material consequences of that. In that, you know, not... Mm. (laughs) I haven't heard that many examples mm. in this, on this continent, but elsewhere I've heard already of, like, there's many people losing their jobs mm. for supporting Palestine. Mm. There's, you know, people being doxxed, um, harassed, like, online. Um, and so it's really important at the moment to, you know, be in solidarity, most importantly, mm-hmm. with any Palestinians, like, in your workplace or... Mm um you know your place of study um but also anyone you know speaking out for Palestine like there are various like small acts of resistance that that um the people are undertaking Mm-mm. and you know a lot of a lot of the other people in a workplace so hypothetically let's just say that someone in a workplace you know uh refuses to go to work because of what's happening, mm. um, and just says, "No, I can't. there's a genocide happening right now, and like you know the company they work for isn't doing anything about it. um if you work with someone who's like taken an action like that, then support them, be in solidarity with them, mm. like yeah, it puts like you at some kind of risk mm. risk, but honestly, like if you can't do that, then.
0: And and to be <laughs> honest, I think we un- outnumber them. Like, how many people can companies afford to sack for oh. this? Mm. Like, e- eventually, if we all speak the truth, th- we will outnumber. We are, like, I can't, I wouldn't <laughs> imagine um, us, uh, you know, like, this movement to s- to not be effective or to, you know, eventually not outnumber everyone because this is an outcry, this is... You know, this is insane. (laughs) Like, It's not going to stay like this. So you also need to know that you need to to be on the right side of, you know, of history. And you need to, you know, um, yeah, take actions if you can do the best you can, I guess. Um, Mm. And eventually, like, the faster we are in approaching this and being outspoken about it, the faster the results are. Because eventually it will, you know, we will all come to the same conclusion that what's happening is a crime. It's Mm -hmm. a crime to humanity. And, um, yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And um, especially any um, union members, Mm. like unions used to be, once upon a time, radical organizations that fought (laughs) for the oppressed wherever they were. Mm. Not so much the case anymore. And... There are very few genuinely radical unions left. Um, And, you know, so, like, put pressure on your union. I've heard of unions being like, oh, it's not strategic to... You know, I've heard from members of certain unions being like, it's not strategic to do this now. It'll hurt our bargaining with blah, blah, blah. I mean, it's bullshit. Like, if you don't do it... Like, there's a genocide happening. Like, what is the... It's pathetic, honestly. It's like mm. unions fail to guarantee like decent pay and working conditions for their workers, and they fail <laughs> to stand in solidarity with like the oppressed. Like, what's the fucking point of them if, then? Of a, a union? It's like yeah. you know what I mean. It's yeah. if they're failing to do both those things, then they are just mm. a complete failure. Mm. Put pressure on your union to actually to take action um, and issue solidarity statements and. Yeah, stop this cowardly bullshit. Um. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. also,
2: like, other... Like, we saw a lot of solidarity from other, um, you know, cultural groups yeah. there. But still, I think... Um, I mean, I guess <laughs> I'm the non-Arab here, but, like, um, <laughs> like dealing with how some Iranians react to it, where mm. some of them are like, oh, the enemy, my enemy is my friend, which makes mm. them align with Israel. Yeah. And I'm like, you can't talk about standing up for the oppressed people in Iran, and then you just, like, oh, go to bed with Israel, you know? <laughs> yeah. um, so I think people who aren't Palestinian, aren't Arab, um, and, you know, especially from kind of, um, you know, ethnic minorities and oppressed groups, or, you know, even you know, if you're trans or gay or something, like, this is just about helping oppressed people. <laughs> like, it's not, it's not, um, it's not yeah, complicated. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so... Yeah, like, solidarity is so important. Um, And, you know, like, if there's big enough numbers, eventually, you know, politicians respond to electoral data. Mm. Um, Mm. And so hopefully that can, you know, the more people there are, the more they'll have to sell out, in a way. I think at this point,
1: I'm not even really thinking about, like, the... I mean, obviously... (laughs) i'm thinking about the goal the goal which is like the immediate goal which is to stop what's happening currently mm. to stop israel's like murderous genocidal assault on Gaza mm. and everywhere all over historic palestine but in terms of like here in so-called australia i'm not really thinking right now about and i don't think people who you know want to be in solidarity should be thinking about this either i'm thinking about like you Mm. know oh what will it take for the politicians to change their mind what will it take to because that kind of leads to this um real like um distant future projection which takes away the energy from the struggle right Mm. now Mm. i think right now it's the most important thing is to just be you know, just find information on what's happening, how to like be in solidarity, all the different actions, different forms of resistance um, and be like in it right now. Like that is yeah, the important right thing. Now. and keep right. the energy up and yeah. not um, lapse into this kind of like strategic kind of policy kind of thinking, mm. which mm. is, yeah, this governmental kind of thinking. Don't lapse into that. Like anyone who like, yeah, don't ask Palestinians asking you to do something if this is going to be effective or something like that, like, Mm. no, just shut up and do it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, And just like, and also don't like uh, this, you know, particularly from white folks of just, you know, being scared of saying the wrong thing or something like that's pathetic. Like cut that shit out. Like I don't give a shit. Like people like this genocide happening. Like I don't care if you, what what is the wrong thing? Just like figure it out. You know what I mean? Like, (laughs) I'm yeah. fed up with these fucking excuses just figure it out okay yeah. like and just show up and like yeah join it doesn't it doesn't take that much you know what I mean mm. um, and yeah it's not about thinking about oh will this have an effect or not no just <laughs> stop just like just do it
0: yeah, yeah. can't exaggerate this enough because cause, like now action is needed now immediately <laughs> um, yeah
2: I guess yeah. I mean, back <laughs> it, it's good we missing the green. <laughs> we didn't play with the green senator who spoke.
0: Ah, uh, that's okay. We're yeah. gonna play others because no, there were other speakers. But yeah, she was p- the worst. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, she was alright, but I, I guess like the there was other more representative people to. Speak. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. well, that's what I meant. Yeah, um, well, in so the tier <laughs> list. <laughs> so let's just um, yeah. um um take a break. Like we're gonna play some announcement and. We'll be back. I think what's left is we're just gonna play more um, uh, like uh, speeches and other protests mm. stuff. You're tuning to Salam Radio Show on 3CR Community Radio.
4: Mainstream media is not interested in this stuff. It doesn't find space to talk truthfully and deeply about issues that affect all Australians. The only place predominantly you will find that with any real depth is on community radio, and 3CR has been one of the great leaders in that. So if people are wondering where they should spend their hard-earned cash, I would suggest 3CR's a bloody good place to start. What your
5: name is, we got the hand. Lots of changes, we need more brothers.
7: Become a subscriber today. Call us on 9419 8377 or visit 3cr.org.au. 3 C-
2: Hey, what's up? We're Teeth and Kui Neil, and we're asking you to support Radical Radio 3CR. You can do this by subscribing, either by calling on 039 419 8377 or online at 3cr.org.au slash subscribe. <laughs>
4: Mainstream media is not interested in this stuff. It doesn't find space to talk truthfully and deeply about issues that affect all Australians. The only place predominantly you will find that with any real depth is on community radio and 3CR has been one of the great leaders in that. So if people are wondering where they should spend their hard-earned cash, I would suggest 3CR is a bloody good place to start.
5: What your name is, we got the hell. Lots of changes, we need more problems
3: Don't let the devil ride. Don't let the devil ride. Don't let the devil ride.
0: You're tuning to Salam Radio Show. I'm here with Mohib and Jahan. How's it going guys? <laughs> S- yeah,
3: yeah, As Alright. good as you can be at <laughs> these <Yeah>. times. <laughs> yeah.
0: Um Mohib, I know you have to leave soon. Um, so yeah, thanks for being on the show with us. Of course. Um yeah. it was it's really great to hear from you yeah. as a Palestinian and yeah, to know the insight that you've had on, on what's going on and the protest. Um, uh, yeah, and telling us about how we can support Palestine in all the different ways. So thanks, Mahib.
1: Mm. No worries. Thank you for having me. Yeah, no,
0: great. Anytime. Um, we're going to continue the show with playing a couple more recordings from the protest that happened today and the CBD. Um, and then come back and maybe just um have a moment of silence. yeah uh it's powerful yeah okay let's do this
9: jews should know better than anyone the horrors of racism oppression and pogroms of indiscriminate killing of civilians israel does not speak for me and it does not speak for many jews around the world What has happened in the last week is horrific. The Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu has declared his intention to turn Gaza into rubble. One Israeli official said, Gaza will eventually turn into a city of tents. There will be no buildings." They're telling us that Israel wants to bomb and to bomb until nothing remains of Gaza. But this is a strip of more than 2.3 million people! Make no mistake, Israel is announcing its intent to commit genocide. So I'm glad to see everyone here. I'm glad to see everyone here to take this kind of stand against these crimes against humanity. But we also have to stand against slanderous claims in our movement because in this movement against genocide, against racism, against apartheid against all of these things which are justified under the term Zionism again and again we are told we are anti-semitic that we are racist because we oppose the state of Israel In one recent example, the Labour Party in Sydney attempted to ban protests for Palestine On the grounds of anti Semitism. Shame! And this is because we dare to say we oppose the state of Israel. Well, I'm here to say Israel doesn't represent Jews, and it sure as hell doesn't represent me. We are an anti racist movement, and the kind of racism that the Nazis in the history of anti Semitism embody is anathema to our movement. Joe Biden has called Hamas's counteroffensive the deadliest day for Jews since the Holocaust. Well, I want to respond to this, because to me, the most horrific and sorrowful day for Jews since the Holocaust would have to be the 15th of May, 1948, Nakba day. Nakba, the Arabic word for catastrophe. On this day, they became the state of Israel which on behalf of all Jews supposedly occupies Palestine to today. Supposedly on behalf of Jews, Israel has turned the Gaza Strip into the world's largest open-air prison. But such a horror can only make you think of the Warsaw Ghetto where Nazis came Jews to the area where they conditioned to a subhuman. That's what the Gaza Strip reminds me of. Supposedly on behalf of Jews, Israel has expelled millions of refugees out of Palestine and millions more internally displaced. Shame! Shame. Shame. But such an historic crime makes me think of my own grandmother forced to flee Nazi Germany while the rest of her relatives were murdered. That's what the crimes of Israel makes me think of. And today, supposedly on, on behalf of Jews, Israel is conducting a genocide of Gaza and the process of establishing and expanding Israel a settler colonial state has necessitated genocide since its genesis it's always been part of the project so every day since the Nakba has been deadly for Palestinians every single day thousands of days of oppression and murder Is it not obvious why it is is horrific for Jews as well as Palestinians? Because it is terrible to think such crimes are done in the name of Judaism. It is terrible to think that this is being done in the names of those in my family who were killed in similar acts. So I reject the claim of Zionism, that Israel will right the wrongs of the Holocaust. But more than that, I find it disgusting, I find it sickening to my bones that the tragedy of the Holocaust is weaponized to justify Israel's crimes today. It's sickening! <laughs> and this is by politicians like Joe Biden, like Benjamin Netanyahu in Israel, or Anthony Albanese in Australia and the Labour Party in Sydney. It is not anti-Semitic to demand a free Palestine. It is not anti-Semitic to demand an end to a racist state like Israel. It is not anti-Semitic to look at Israel and reject any claim that its bombs and its tanks and the endless blood it draws has anything to do with justice for Jews. So it is not Israel that has best learned the lessons of the Holocaust. But I have another point to make. I have one more point to make. The lessons of the Holocaust They are best learned by the Palestinians and their millions of supporters around the world who reject the lives of Israel, who stand up to its guns, and who face down slander and persecution from the powerful institutions that support and defend Israel's crimes. The Palestinians remind us of the true meaning of never again. They remind us to never again stand by while people are persecuted. The Palestinians remind us to never again believe the lies of so-called civilized governments like our own who stand with Israel or the respectable journalistic outlets who present the oppressor's justification as if it's part of a reasoned policy debate. The Palestinians remind us to never again turn away the refugees our own government try to paint as villains and lock up at the border. The Palestinians teach us to take part in the international movement, to overthrow and smash the injustices that caused them to flee their homes. To stand with those who are trying to survive in the face of bombs and blockaded electricity and food. So if you want to end the inhumanity, the inhumanity that caused the Holocaust, You have to demand the end of the siege on Gaza. But more than that, you have to demand the end to the Israeli state. Because beyond every affront to Judaism that Israel presents, there is a more basic reason that it should end, that Israel should end. And that is that there is no justification for a state that wants to reduce a strip of 2.3 million people to rubble. There is nothing! In the end, it is not really about any of this. It is not about Zionism or Judaism or the Holocaust. There is nothing. There is no justification that can justify this. There is nothing.
0: And this was um, a, a Jewish student activist at the protest. Yeah, really young
2: guy. Yeah, really impressive.
0: Yeah, I'm going to okay. play the next recording. I'm not sure who, but we'll back announce it. Well, Syria, thank you
5: all. Jordan, free, free Palestine.
3: Free, free Palestine.
5: Because we know no one is free until we are all free. Now, on some of the signs, you'll see a QR code. If you click on that QR code, it will allow you to send an email to Elbow. Is there an email to Dutton? It'll send an email to your local MP and Senator and tell them not in my name. Not in my name! Not in my name. name. I will not stand by and allow you to accede to a genocide. Not in my name! Not in my name. Take your phones out, APAM, not in my name. Google it, find the QR code, sign up today. Now very importantly Palestinians understand we had the wonderful Oscar and our dear, dear brother, Uncle Gary Foley who understand, understand what dispossession is, they understand what colonialism is, they understand what it is to be despised, belittled, murdered, hunted, killed, raped, tortured, jailed in your own country. And we want to remind them that with them, we won't be free until they are free, this was and always will be Aboriginal land, as Palestine always was and always will be Palestinian land. Bottom of my heart, I can't express to you how much it means. Because I know I speak for every Palestinian here and anyone that cares about Palestinians. Because I've never felt so alone. I've never felt so alone when our Prime Minister condemned Palestinian violence. The only ever says Israel has a right to defend itself. I felt alone when politicians called upon Palestinians to renounce violence whilst declaring their solidarity with an apartheid state. I've never felt so alone as when the mass media rightly condemned the anti-Semitic chance, but in the same same report refused to condemn Peter Dutton for saying we should be deported, Benjamin Yahoo for saying that uh, uh, Gaza is a wicked city, and he refused to condemn a defence minister who said we were human animals. I felt alone when Peter Dutton could get a microphone and a camera and say we need to be deported, and not one reporter said to him, are you serious? Ah, you're a serious, done, And I especially felt alone when every leader in the a-
0: That was Nasser Mashni, the organizer of Apan, and he does have a show here on Palestine uh, um, at 3CR. So please follow Nasser, and I mean follow Apan, and you'll figure <laughs> it out. Um, Apan for for Palestine, and it's with a, a number four. Um, I want to thank everyone that came to the protest today, and hopefully we see you next Sunday. I want to thank the organizer specifically Taznim, who is an amazing Palestinian activist and speaker. She's done an amazing work. Um, it was an, It was a good protest, and I want to thank all the all the people that assisted her too, um, and yeah, all the people that came and yeah.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> and for now yeah this is salam for us we'll be finishing now and just leaving you with
2: well like we won't be finishing we'll be playing silence in a way yeah and i mean yeah yeah, yeah. That we'll makes be sense.
0: playing silence um for the next 45 40 minutes 45 minutes
2: so yeah this is in in solidarity to radio Alhara hara who silenced their show mm. and yeah
0: and I think um, up next after our show will be voice of Ubuntu Mm. so yeah stay tuned to 3CR and um, yeah keep keep um, following what's happening in Palestine the best in the best ability that you can raise your voice this is a genocide happening at the moment we should not be silent Um, and yeah uh I welcome you to grieve with us the lives of the Palestinian that are um, you know that is lost and uh, continues um and the deaths that are continues to be happening, the killing of the Palestinian uh people in Gaza and uh yeah, we'll leave you at that. Thank you, the Swasalaam Radio Show. And we'll be back with you next week from 4 to 6 p.m. Goodbye. Salaam.
4: You've been listening to a 3CR podcast produced in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, go to allthews.3cr.org.au.